Disguised as a podcast. We are a weird time, time recorded. recorded. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little off. I'm going to be about three seconds behind today, my friend. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we tried. We tried our best. Um, shout out to Keegan Damron. In the Moron Bros podcast that we were supposed to go on, but either my computer's too dumb we're too dumb. I honestly probably think it's a combination of all three of us. The computer plus you and I, we're like stupid three ninjas. Well, like just even getting the 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 lot of us together was difficult. Just like we were supposed to do it yesterday and then last second I was like, hey, I have double booked myself. You're like, I'm a gambling addict. I'm an addict. I'm addicted to gambling. All right. Well, I was actually stuck in a position where I had... If I back if I backed out of that one, it was gonna be way more harsh. If I backed out of, uh, you think so? You had to pick your back outs. You're like, who am I gonna abandon? Do you know what I mean? Like, I do. Well, you have any time that a situation like that rolls up, you have to decide what's the easier backlash. In when it in, in when it involves a girlfriend, it's a lot easier because it's like mm-hmm. I I know right. what I'm picking, but when it involves a a co-host of a weird time recorded, no brainer, you know. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, yeah, we we were unable to download an app to mm-hmm. that. That's that was our thing. We were unable to download. I didn't have the highest app. of hopes going into it. So what it was is we were supposed to be on Keegan's uh, podcast, uh, the Moron Bros. He's with another gentleman. We with just... another gentleman, sorry. We, we were supposed to all meet each other, and then maybe we could have been more factual. And we, just, we just don't know his name. We don't know his name. But th- he's just as important as Just Keegan. as important, and, you know, I'm sure in time we'll grow to love him as much as we love Keegan. But it didn't work out, and w- it will work out, so we're a little defeated, and it's it's pretty late on a Saturday, and we're like we're here. The shit's plugged in. Let's let's put in our contractually obligated episode for the week because your girlfriend's coming home. I guess she's out of town now. Yeah, she's out of town. So it's a, it's so a bad thing turns kind of good, and we're gonna get rocking. Uh, when, when I hit that weed pen too hard to be, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I never go past three, and I went to like. F- like almost five and right when i did it i like i coughed so hard for like what seemed like five minutes was probably more like 45 seconds and i thought my left eye was gonna shoot out of my head (laughs) (laughs) you know when you hit weed too hard and for a second you're a little worried but you're like we've been here before just cough it out do what you, you got to do. You're like, your knees are bent. You're leaning on the wall. And you you're just like, ha-ka, ha-ka. You're like, just let it out, bud. Like, there's part of you that's like hitting your own back. Like, come on, we'll get through this. We got a couple more seconds of discomfort, and then you're going to be way too high. You you didn't know that I was listening to you, but I was listening to you. I'm I, sorry you had to hear that. You, you were saying, 
oh my god this is not good this is not good and and then you were coughing and coughing yes. and you and then you said i'm not dying i'm not dying. <laughs> you said you gotta be there for yourself matt sometimes you gotta show up and just be there for yourself and let you know you you know you really fucked up when you say everything twice mm-hmm. like reiterating it to yourself yeah. like in case you didn't hear me or in case we need to take in this Oh my god, I'm fine. Oh my god, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. You, it was it was uh So I apologize for that as well. I, was, I think I might have been taking about uh, a little bit of my frustrations out on me. Well, we also apologize for the next upcoming hour. Let's because, stop apologizing and let's just have a good time. Who knows who knows what's about to happen. It's 11 p.m. on a Saturday. It's um, 11 p.m. on a Saturday. I I legitimately stayed sober so I can do like a, a 9 p.m. thing with Keegan. Just because we don't, you know, it's one thing to be on here like, but to like, you want to be a little respectful, you know? Yeah. You know, you don't want to use your swear words that, like you usually do. And you don't want to be as uh, um, belligerent as you can be. On a weird time recorded. I mean, our friend Steven was here the other night, and he, boy. Kind of put us to shame, to be honest. I He I, held his own, whereas you would, if you or I, we would have been like, is this still a podcast? Like, we, it would have, you've seen us, you've listened to us creep our way home. Creep our way across the finish line. <laughs> it's like two people that went, like, let's run a mile. And we're like, okay. And then by the end of it, we're like on our hands and knees. We have like scrapes on our arms and we're just like, it's just right up here. Whereas like Steven, Steven was still kind of jogging. Oh, yeah. He was he, he was, was running still. He was very he much crushed jogging. It. And uh, he, he, he might get like a gold star for that shit. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Find your puff. He might get a gold star for that because no one's just come on here and flexed on us like that. Not that he was trying to do that, but, I mean, he did a great job. But he might also not have a job because he didn't show up to work I've talked to him. He still has a job. Oh, good. He's cool. He's good. He's good. Well, we're happy. He enjoyed his time. We're happy. We're we're still riding on those that good podcast coattails for right now, though. Until I go to my notebook that smells like apples. Smell this. Let me smell it. It's made out of apples. 100% made out of apples. No, it's not. Smell it. Does it what does it smell like? It smells like apples. <laughs> I fucking shit you not. This is made... It's This is a notebook made out of, out of apples. I'm not <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> uh. Wear it in your back pocket long enough, it'll smell like assholes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have anything here. Are you serious? No, not really. Well, dude, hit like. Okay, well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's hit emails. We've been neglecting <laughs> emails. And hit the emails. Um, I am trying to write. I do. Th- I think we should cancel Cracker Barrel because I'm offended by it. What offends you about Cracker? Come on, man. Oh, about cracker? And no. if there was a mass shooting there, that'd be like shooting crackers in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I I'm love, sorry. I love the little concept that Cracker Barrel has where it's like, 
Oh, yeah, no, we, we're always kind of on a wait list, so you're going to have to hang around in our gift shop yeah. for 45 You want to play checkers? <laughs> uh, Cracker Barrel, for me, is it holds a really fucked up place in my heart because the Cracker Barrel in Chattanooga, Tennessee, is where my mom and his... My mom and... Her, I said his. So it's where my mom and dad would meet to pass us off halfway for before we could fly like for for like summer to like be like the kids are yours for the summer or thanks every other thanksgiving or every other christmas so we would drive with my dad from florida to chattanooga tennessee and meet off the interstate at a cracker barrel and then my mom would be there with her people it'd usually be like my mom my grandpa maybe my uncle my dad would either be by himself or like with his brother and it was just this like it was like this drug deal but with children and then we'd always end up eating at the Cracker Barrel. And it was just like super depressing and just not a good time. And you're sitting in those rocking chairs. You're playing checkers. You're like, well, I guess we're going to live in Kentucky for three months. like, Or I guess we're going to have to come back from Kentucky and go back home to Florida. And it was always sandwiched right in there was goddamn fucking Cracker Barrel. <laughs> right in the middle of the transition. It was just like in the midst of just this weird like – bittersweet because it was always like man i don't want to go to kentucky and it was like man i don't want to go home like it was always nice like but the transition sucked ass and like four days afterwards it sucked ass but just like that always is that goddamn cocksucking cracker barrel experience in between you're just like i don't really want to fucking eat the southern th- comfort food right now the thing I, it's is, not the coolest thing in the, the world the thing is i was in chattanooga working for six months and there's so many cool places in Chattanooga. Well, this is like right off the interstate, something easy. You got to pass the kids along. But do you think maybe it was your dad that was like, I'm going to make this bitch meet me at a Cracker oh, Barrel? They were both such fucks to each other. Like, sometimes I would have to mediate, and like I'd be like 11 years old, and I'd be like, Oh, uh, he said uh, Chattanooga's like halfway. And then my dad would be like, Tell that bitch. And I was like, Dad says, um, yeah, that sounds good. Like, it was just like that. And just trying to mi- figure that out. And and that was the that was the simplest place. Everyone enjoyed dining at Cracker Barrel after their horrific experience of passing their kids back and forth to each other across state lines. And then your mom comes in, too, like, because she's hungry. And that you guys sit at different tables and you're still relaying messages back and forth. Nah, dog. Mom, no. mom said that she's gonna get the uh, apple waffles. Uh, what are wh- you getting, Dad? <laughs> Tell that bitch she doesn't deserve to know what I'm gonna get. <laughs> and but the thing is, here's the deal. Here's the fucking code of silence that goes between between transitioning the children who gets to eat at Cracker Barrel. If you got the kids, you get to go in the barrel. But if you don't, if you the... if you just left the kids, you gotta fuck off. <laughs> you can't be up in this barrel. Cracker. Honestly, the get per- out of here. The person without the kids is winning at that point. First of all, you don't have ki- your bastard children. And I would like to see like a memoir of what my dad did while fucking off in like, Chattanooga. He was like, "All right, there you go." He just has some whore he sees. He wasn't like that. So probably not, but I I would like to fantasize. <laughs> you said probably it. not. Probably not. He's probably not. I mean, I don't know. I've I've never been I've never been a whore kind of a guy. Like going 
going to a different city and being like, ooh, where can I pay for sex? Because that shit, that not only does that cost you money, or even if like you just pick up a lady, like dude, that there's some. It's not even karmic. There's something that like, dude, shit costs a price. I don't care what you do, and the further you decide to like indulge into like shit, and maybe that's some sort of Puritan way of thinking about it, but like there does seem to be a thing where if if you really want to start like indulging in like ooh, like, sexual pleasures or, like, drugs or this or that. Like, there's a fucking price to pay. And the further down you go the ladder, the more fucking shekels it seems like you have to give out. You know what I mean? I'm Yeah, I'm with you. So, so it's like you can have fun, but, like, don't go too far because you're going to fuck yourself up. This conversation is actually kind of blowing my mind right now because I'm thinking, like, you, anybody can go to any town and get pussy. It like, might be a little exciting. You you have to you have to pay for it probably, but you maybe even not, maybe even not. If you're like smooth enough and like you're just like hopping around and just like ooh ah, ah like having a good time like and you're just comfortable in your own skin, you know, who knows what could happen? So Dude, who knows what could happen? So here we are, we're paying for pussy. You know, that's that's just what are we gonna say? We're going to go into a bar and be like, hey, ladies, uh, my buddy and I here, we run a podcast. <laughs> We're just here in Chattanooga revisiting a Cracker Barrel where my parents <laughs> used to pass me off back and forth. <laughs> Good times. What uh, do you guys say we head on back to our hotel room? No, There's no. two twin beds. <laughs> no, no. Mo- we would say motel. Yeah. Well, we would say hotel, but it was a motel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we lied to him to get him back. Oh, where are you guys staying? Uh, the Super 8 off the freeway? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the difference between an M and an H, dude. And and here's the thing. If you ladies don't want to come back, there's prost- that place is riddled with prostitutes <laughs> that would suck our dick for a very small amount of crack cocaine. <laughs> so the ball's in your court, lady. And I've already got the crack. <laughs> I just need the mouth. <laughs> so do you want to smoke crack in a hotel room tonight? Motel. And then you just keep hitting me with your elbow. You're like, motel, motel. motel. And I'm like, motel? Uh, it's got a 32-inch TV, but... It's not like a flat screen at all. It's the one that like sits on the dresser. I know what you're wondering. And it's like white. It's wider somehow than it is <laughs> than it is big on the face. Like, for why'd the- they put that in here? <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. Yes, HBO. Yes, HBO. Dude, the first television that I remember ever using was one of those big wooden boxes. Mm-hmm. On the ground. On did the you, ground. Did you have that? Uh, my my grandmother did, and she had one with dials still. This, and, this, that had... and, like, the speakers were semi-decorative, and, like, it had that speaker shit behind, like, some wooden, like, oh, yeah. frilly trim. Oh, yeah. That, it... it was, like, a whole thing. It was, like, a unit. And that probably cost my parents, like, a thousand fucking dollars back then. And now you could, like, a thousand dollars for a TV... You're getting a fucking monster TV. Like, yeah, now people just throw their TVs out the window. <laughs> like, we're done with this. <laughs> like, TV, people don't keep TVs that long. I'll just leave this thing here because I, I, I'm moving I feel out. like the, the first thing that people buy when they're like, for some reason, like, get a tax return or they get a little bit of money 
is they're like, they upgrade their TV immediately. They're like, I mean, fucking 60 inches. What am I, a bitch? And then they like, it's like, dude, this TV doesn't fit this room, dude. And they're just like looking left to right trying to watch a movie. I'm like, you need a bigger room for this television. This tele- like, people don't even give a fuck. They're just like, as big as you can. And now people are just getting like projectors. Dude, the the wooden box TV, it didn't even have a remote control. Literally, the children were the remote control. My dad would be like, hey, go change the channel. And then I'd have to stand up and switch the knob. Put the game on. I said put the game on. And Holy shit, that's crazy. At a certain point, my dad had to purchase a... a piece of shit that's sole purpose was to rewind VHS movies. Yeah. Like, you put it in the rewinder and it just zips it back. And also, dude, that's if you're lucky. Because I used to have to rewind that shit in the VCR and it took twice as long. And I was like, man, I wish I could get, wish we could get a rewinder. But my dad was the type of dude who's like, we're not getting a fucking rewinder when that can rewind it. But we went to my mom's house once we got a new stepdad. And guess what? She had we a, had a rewinder. Yeah, that's that's money. <laughs> that's that's when money comes in, and and dude, also you had to get once if you replaced a TV, you didn't replace it. You sent it your television to like a repair person, like it was a car. Oh yeah, because buying a new one was. And also, how the fuck do you get rid of that thing? <laughs> you got to get, like, a dolly and shit? Like, or, like, all your uncles come over? <laughs> and they're they're just getting drunk. They're like, we got to get rid of this television eventually. They're, like, lifting it up. They're like, to the left! Like, trying to get it out of there. Do you remember, um, re- like, renting VHS movies? And you'd put it in, and... They wouldn't be rewinded, like, you know, like the be kind rewind thing, but some motherfuckers weren't kind. Those are like people that don't put their shopping carts up, you know what I'm saying? Unless they shop at Aldi, Aldi, you get that quota back. You got to. You get that quota back. Never been to Aldi, too scared. What? Dude, Aldi Aldi is... I'm too scared of Aldi because I've never been to one, and I have, like, it's comforting for me to go where I need to go and go where I've been. So, and then people explain to me, like, you have to go a certain way, and you need a corridor to get a cart, and I'm just like, I'm out. I was like, I can't. Yeah, time out Like, here. there's, like, rules and shit. It's, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to do something new anyway, and now there's, like, these rules. Like, what is this, a fucking game show? No, not doing it. I won't do it. Never been. Won't go. Yeah, you're missing out, in my opinion. I... I gotta, gotta, I gotta... I gotta have a quarter. I gotta have a quarter. You know what the best part of Aldi is? It's probably easy as shit. The best part in Aldi is like if you if you're putting your grocery groceries away, and you're getting ready like in your car, and you're getting ready to push the cart all the way back to the cart thing mm-hmm. to get your quarter back, and but some somebody is in. Like, oh, I'll take that for you. They fucking hand you a quarter, like, during your, like, transition. because That's that's some social contract shit right It it is. Because they know. There's that Aldi group. It's like, oh, I'll take that. Thank you. And 
like the thing is, if they didn't go to hand me a quarter, I'd be like, up, 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 up. Hey, listen up, motherfucker. I spent a quarter on this this here cart, and I want my quarter back. So then he digging through his pockets. It's never happened because everybody because always. Because everyone knows. Everybody knows. Everyone knows the fucking rule. I kind of maybe I kind of like that. Also, what I would like to do is is they're like, here's a quarter, and I'd be like, let's flip for it. <laughs> Like, Heads. you fucking call it, dude. And you just look at him dead in his eye. Act you like, call it. Act like it's like a really big, like, gamble. Like, you know, me, the yeah, yeah. professional gambler. You're well, an addict. I'm an addict. That's not a professional. You're an addict. That's like saying I'm a professional uh, drinker. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am. Yeah, you. but... Addicts, you are too. You are too. Addicts and... Professions are they? Uh, there's a blurred line there, dude. LeBron James is a basketball addict. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady, football addicts. A lot of addicts out there, and they're brave, and they're brave. Um, so you flip him for it. He just walks up and goes cart, and he puts the fucking coin out, and you just go, <gasps> and you like do a little shimmy with the cart, and you're just like, flippy for it, flip it, you call. And you just stare at him. He's like, what? And you're like, flip the coin. Heads. Call it. Heads, you keep the fucking quarter. Heads, and you keep the quarter. You're like the dude from No Country for Old Men. Remember when he's like, this coin's travel a long way to be here. He's like eating peanuts and shit. And the guy starts to, at first it seems innocent, and then he starts to realize like the undertones of what he's saying. And it's not really like, the things that he's saying is the way he's saying it. And he's like, no, you call it. He's like, this is fucking important. Dude's like, Gah. and he's like, you live right back there, right? Like, And just like freaks him out. And he has to do basically the most important flip the coin. Because if the if most this, important 50-50 if this dude life. calls it wrong, this dude's just going to murder him for fun. This is like a thing he's doing. But he has principle in a weird way. And then so when he's just like, and like flips it and the dude gets it he gives him the coin and he just the guy's like well what I don't want and he goes no this is important like this coin's important like, like that basically ki- that, this just saved your life that coin just saved that's his life that's lucky as fuck for you cause we do a thing every now and then with some friends where we play what I like to call I call it we call it flip it a coin and it's just really fun, and you can do it for $100, you can do it for $20, $5. We have a game, actually, where we'll all do it for one, and there's three of us, and it's just, or there's four, and it'll be like me versus you, and then if you lose, you're out, I'm still in, and then they go versus them, and then the person takes the pot, and it's, it's fun as shit. And all it is is just flipping a coin. And so you have to just sit there, and like, you get to decide, like, I, hey, man, you called it last, you called it last time, I'll call it. Or like, I'll be like, hey, I called it last time, you go ahead. And it almost, there's no benefit for who calls it or who doesn't because it's just flipping a coin. So it's 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 a really fun like gambling game. I think the last so time. So do, do you do you say like, hey, want to play flip it a coin? I do. Is I go. It time to play. I go. Flip it it's a coin? time for flipa the coin. <laughs> and then I go as always. I keep it a coin. Because <laughs> I always make out with at least 25 cents when we always. play this game. So it's amazing. But it's it's super fun. And 
it'll get to the point where you're like drinking and playing it. And then I have a couple, I got two people that they really like gambling, like worse than you. <laughs> and Dude, they, well, how, how in the past like episodes have I become a gambling addict Trump supporter? How how have you made well, this? Well, I didn't bring up the Trump thing, but if you want to do that. Yeah. It's it's more the gambling thing is because you blew off the whole podcast to gamble. Well, That's why. I got to give you your just desserts. I couldn't I couldn't back out of that. Just desserts. I couldn't back out of that. Just desserts. All right. Just flip desserts. so flip of the coin. You so said two just of them recently. Very big gambling addicts. And so they'll just all of a sudden towards the end of it, they'll be like, well, they'll kind of sense that it's winding down. Like, we got to go fucking live our lives somewhere else. And then they'll just be like, one of them, one of them. And it's always one or the other. We'll just get this gleam in their eye. It's an addict's gleam, and it's beautiful. And they'll just be like, $100? And the other one will just be like, okay. And then they'll just be like, flip it. And we'll be like, and everyone will just be like on pins and needles, and then we'll flip this coin up in the air and let it hit the ground, and be like you call it, you call it, you call it, whatever. And then someone calls it heads, and it's like whoop, 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 whoop. for a hundred dollars. Ting, ting, and then we'll all like it, it's like a movie. We all like zoom in like to the floor. We're like oh, and then we're like. One person's like, yeah, and one person's like, no, and then everyone's just like, oh, my God. Holy oh, and then the other person hands them $100, no and then we sit in there with $200 bills like, oh, and then you're just like, no, yes, oh, my God. Like, Dude, it's, I, it's I bananas. It's, it's the most, it's the simplest, most fun, like, game, and it goes from $1 and it just goes to one hundred, and it's just. But as always, I get twenty five cents. Always tax. I I lost a hundred dollars yesterday, but it lasted me two hours. You know, right? I was riding a wave, and I never got up. I never was winning more than thirty dollars. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cash out because I'm up thirty fucking dollars. That's not. That's no, even, you, thirty dollars isn't. An, you want to cash like, out when you've like, I right? like, I'm I'm normally only cash out if I win over a hundred dollars. That's that's when I'm like, the I'm hundred, done. I feel like that's a safe limit. That's a good limit. Because everything less than that is not going to change my day. Honestly, and if I lost a hundred, I would do that. Like if I like gambled at a casino, I'd be like, if I lost a hundred, I'd be like, all right. We're done here. Like I'm not losing anymore. But it, and if I won a hundred, that would probably be like, that would be my scale. Yeah, I I do this thing where I I go to my bank, um, ATM, so I don't have any charges, and I don't use the ATM at the fucking casino. So when I lose what I lose, I'm done. Yeah, I I'm not doing that that whole. That's thing. what you're supposed to do. So maybe you're not an addict at all. Oh, I'm not. You you said that. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did say that. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I was giving you shit. <laughs> so you you guys have developed this game that you created a name for, and it was called Flip It a Coin. Flip It a Coin. In in middle school, all through high school, my friends and I we developed a game, and it was called Stuckball. And what we would do is we is uh, we'd go over to one of our friends' grandma's house, 
and her grandma had a big one of those exercise balls. Mm. You you know like yes a, I like do those balls ball. are kind of they're fun yeah they're fun and what we would do is we'd go out into our yard where she had the biggest tree I've ever seen with the most branches I've ever seen and we would go out like probably fifty feet back and somebody would give this ball a kick to try and get it stuck in the tree at any like anywhere in the tree I like it but. Higher in the tree is better, obviously. So yeah, because it falls, and then it's so big that the branch, and this tree's so big, the branches catch it eventually. Oh, oh it's yeah. It's like a pinball machine that's supposed, should, supposed to be caught. So the game is then to get it down. And what you have to get it down is, my favorite tool was always a hockey stick. I'm sure everyone had their, like, shit. They're like, this is what I use. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool because then you're like Ninja Turtles at that point. Like, everyone has their own specific weapon geared towards them. So, but the thing is, they had, like, a kind of an expensive RV parked, like, right to the side of this tree. Stakes. Yeah, so you, so you can't hit the RV with your hockey stick. But sometimes that motherfucker hits branches and slides down and good, you know. You can't hit the RV with your hockey stick, but sometimes but, you hit the RV with your <laughs> hockey stick. I, uh, they were using all all types of things to try and get this this uh, ball down, stuck ball. I like and, how you give it like a German, like <laughs> instead yeah. of just saying stuck ball, it's stuck ball. I, and it's because most of our friends took German in high school. That's great. And but uh, but then some of your tools would get stuck, oh, and th- so your shit. friends so your friends would have to kind of like peel off and be like, "All right, I'm gonna help Matt before I go for the ball." Yeah, because if your shit stuck, you're out until you're... you get your shit unstuck. So you gotta see if the person want right. Oh. You gotta see if the oh. person wants to help you out or if they want to go for the gold. Absolutely. What was what was the most like in I mean, maybe it's biased, but it maybe it's not. What was the most effective tool? Like, who had, like, the clear, like, dude, this thing doesn't get stuck too bad. This He can throw it good, and it gets the ball out most. In my opinion, was it was my hockey stick. Your hockey stick was it. It's because the stick only had a little curve at the end, so it doesn't it doesn't get, get ball through. It doesn't get stuck. I don't. It, and then it, if it does, it like it has that curve where it just it, can f- glide through the it branches. Worms, it worms its way out mm. for sure, and it's heavy enough that if you give that that ball a poke with, if you if you are accurate with it, it will dislodge it pretty rapidly. What were some of the other weapons? Oh, lack so, of a better word, weapons. I'm gonna call them. So I do recall that one of them was a boomerang. Dicey weapon, dude. Because <laughs> that thing doesn't really like go straight. There's like artistry to a boomerang. I mean, I respect the hustle of the boomerang. It's cool. It was a plastic. It was a plastic purple boomerang, and that- frisbee would have been better. I think. No, that that frisbee is not that. That uh, frisbee like, is not going to have enough weight behind perhaps, it. Perhaps, but neither dislodge. is a fucking boomerang. You could throw a boomerang. You could zoom it upwards faster. What do you than fucking you... stand by the fa- opposite facing the tree and just throw the boomerang and hope it whips back around? Um, 
we were in a was it a shitty boomerang yeah it was like a plastic so it probably didn't like do what actual boomerangs do no hell no um we were in a wooden bat league and everybody that was in this wooden bat league got a free wooden bat but you have you know your parents paid for it but uh we got a, we had a wooden bat from that, and somebody was using a wooden bat at one point, and that was that, that doesn't was, sound like a bad idea. No, that was a that was a good tool. You know, like we were pretty impressed. It was Jake. His name was Jake. Why didn't Jake? Jake seems like he should have been successful with the wooden bat. It seems like the wooden bat would be easier to toss and also better at coming back down if you did fail to try again than a hockey stick. So check this out with a hockey stick. I'm able to throw it like a javelin yeah. or a spear with a with a bat, baseball bat. You don't throw that like a javelin. You gotta or a like spear. loft it. You you, you gotta you underhand it, up. You take it to the side of you yeah. and you and you give it a twirl through the air, and I mean that's not always that's not always accurate. You know, it's true. You it can be just as accurate, but you gotta know your weapon. You do. Stuck ball. Stuck ball. What I would give to be back playing stuckball, watching my wooden box TV. Dude, let's I, find a tree. Being, being the my dad's remote control. If my dad were just alive right now, he'd be telling me to go change the channel. To what? Probably the next sports game that was on any yeah. any sport really. Yeah, that's that was him. I was just a pawn in his fucking world. Sometimes it's fun to be a pawn, especially for someone you love. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I guess you're right. We got So we have a. I would uh, also full disclosure. I want to let people know what's going on with us and what's going on in here. There is a ladybug in here, and it from time to time goes haphazardly, just starts to fucking <laughs> like just fly around, and it's it's a little intimidating. But it's not scary. I feel like flies are so accurate where they fly. Like they're able to like yeah. zip and zoom. There's something going on with. with but them. ladybugs, I think they're more like, oh shit! Yeah, I they, don't really. Well, they know. have that thing. They just bump into shit. They don't really know what's going on. They're fucked up by the light, dude. Insects, <laughs> lights <laughs> fucked them up. It's like they've. It's like they're always on Molly. <laughs> it is. It, there's <laughs> a really funny. Uh, it's an a Bill Hicks joke. But he's, he's like, man, the light bulb really fucked moths up, didn't it? He's like, what did they do before the light bulb? It's like, were they all just <laughs> flying towards the sun? And they're like, it's going to be worth it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's Bill hilarious. Hicks. It's hilarious. Welcome welcome to this uh, podcast, Bill Hicks. We'd, we'd like to welcome Bill Hicks. <laughs> No, we would love to have Bill Hicks on. I mean, if that's... Have you listened to his stuff? Um, No, not much of it. So I've listened to it, like, almost ad nauseum. Like, I bought this whole, like, box set. Because back then, when he was doing shit, like, he had a couple specials. But it's mainly, like, a lot of it's you hear the same stuff over and over. And that doesn't even take away from it. It's still really, really good. But it's almost like there's only so much you can get out of it. Because it is this, and it's amazing. But, um, so a lot of those DVDs are just from, like, comedy clubs that film their own shit. And so it's just him there, like, 
he's not expecting to really be filmed. He's just there doing his comedy. It's not like a special or anything. And so he, it's just him like sweaty and sometimes he's drunk, but then he did get really, he did get sober, but regardless, it's hilarious. But Sane Man, I think is my favorite. It's one of my favorite like comedy things, like specials to watch because he's just in a, people are drinking and smoking and then at a certain point he pretends to be Elvis and he's just like, you get a cattle and he's just kind of, it seems like he's like semi-manic and he's just, he's just going off and it's it's perfect. Like it's like what you would actually, like his HBO shit and stuff is very much like we're doing a television thing but that one, he's just like, that's probably what it was like to see him and it's, he's like sweaty as fuck and just people are, I love it. I love it. Um, so I recently read this thing. Well, no, not recently, I've, but I recently rediscovered it. And it says, like, at a certain point, you and your friends went outside to play mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. last time. You know? You know that thing? I've been seeing that a lot lately. I saw I saw that a, a lot lately, too. You know, I think... You're I think brainwashing us, dude. I think it's kind of like bell bottoms. Sayings are kind of like bell bottoms. Like, they they have their time, but then they come back, you know? And then they have their time, and then they come back. And then... Yeah. And, then, and uh, like, live, laugh, love. Like, we're making fun of it now, but I'm, I'm guessing in, like, a good 15 years, live, laugh, love. Like, a new generation is going to see live, laugh, love for the first time and fall Holy in love shit. with... Holy and, shit. In all honesty, dude, there's a lot of times... I went outside with my friends, and I was like, this is probably the last motherfucker time we're all hanging out. Because I hate you motherfuckers. Not, no, not even that. I didn't. But I just, there's, you kind of know when things are winding down. You get, like, you get that sense. Like, it's like that when it's just like, like, say you're at a, out at a bar, and, like, it's like when you could go do that. And just, like, everybody's there, and it's just like, man, this is fun as fuck. Holy shit. Like, what a, what a great night. And you start to get a little tipsy, and then it's just like, and then it goes from like this vibe into everyone else to just like the the libations just soaking into your head, and you can't really like, oh shit, it's starting to like, I can't hold on to the wheel anymore. Did, and you, just, did you just use the word li- libation? I did. Holy shit, Jared, it's like you graduated high school. I did, early. <laughs> Through a performance-based diploma broker. <laughs> Like, taking the easy way out. See y'all later, bitches. I ain't doing this no more. This is the last time we're playing outside. Uh, so so I actually, I remember the last time that I played Stuckball, though. And I'd like to tell you about this time. And it's very memorable for a reason because it involves the hospital. And um, when we were at when we were at my friend Ryan's grandma's house to play Stuckball, we, uh, I went inside, we were inside and we always used to, she used to supply us with, uh, the, the foods that we liked, you know, the ones that you just stick in the oven and they're done in, in 15 minutes. Mini cones. Oh, like, you know, stupid shit. I know what you're saying. Well, they, she had a child appetizers. Yes. 
that a child that you would you trust a child child hors d'oeuvres say no more (laughs) (laughs) but she had this magnet that was on her refrigerator that was like the shape of a um the shape of like a towel holder towel like so it holds a, a towel on it yep well i went ahead and i took i took the it was me. This is all me. I'm I'm fessing up to it now. Dude, tell your I took, tell your story. I took I took the handle off of the off of the refrigerator and I replaced it with that magnet. Just thinking it'd be funny that she she goes to grab it and she tries to open Ugh. it and the magnet just comes off. <laughs> Real but, prankster. But apparently it took her a little bit more effort to open the the refrigerator than it took me because when when the handle f- detached from the from the refrigerator she went ahead and f- went backwards and slammed into a cabinet Ugh. and had to go to the hospital jesus dude yeah. <laughs> yes stuck ball turned into a grandma <laughs> hospital trip because of your silly pranks because of hors d'oeuvres man <laughs> after your childhood hors d'oeuvres <laughs> you're one sick fuck man <laughs> and there's a couple of things that I've done in the past that I do not deserving people that I feel really, really terrible about. And that's one of them. The thing is, that bitch was like 90 when I was in high school. And that bitch is still alive. And what? like, she still drives around in her fucking Coupe de Ville. Dude, you, you could have taken her out. I, I could have killed her right then and there. Dude, that's why the fucking, our shit didn't work. Her you, husband, you got some bad charismatic shit. Her you, husband dude. is older than her, and he's still working. He works at Ace Hardware. He's an Ace Hardware guy. Bring him on the podcast, yeah. dude. I want him to talk some shit and see what happens. His name is Papa. Everybody calls him Papa. Dude, if you're that old, people just start calling you Papa. They quit using your name. They just quit. You get so old, you outgrow your own name. <laughs> I don't even know his name. He's like, I don't either. That's Nanny and Papa. He's like, I don't either. Oh, man. I'm a great. You ever been a great, 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 great? You know what that does to you? I wonder if you get to a certain level where you've just, you've lived so long. It's just like. Like the Grim Reaper forgets about you, or like so you slide through the cracks, and then just there's just some people like, how am I still alive? <laughs> and it's like for whatever reason your paperwork didn't get brought up when it's like time to die. Like oh, uh, it, it's this person. Like all right, go go shut it down. Press the button. Like maybe there's just people that just like slide through the cracks because there's so much paperwork going on. Like there's gotta be a couple, right? And they're miserable. They're, I'm ready to die. They're like I've been curb stomped 13 times. I've been shot four t- Like they're, they've just been through so much shit and they just, for whatever reason, they're just still like moving on. Then there's other people like my dad that found the crack. The crack found him. The crack found him and died at 54. Cancer. Cancer of the everything in his abdomen. Do you think that... Uh. Hey, karma, dude. Who... I don't think that's karma. Do you think that's, My... like, work-related? 
Oh, wait, he worked at a steel mill. He was inhaling poison, like, I mean. Dude, you got to get a tourist job by the beach. Those are the people that live forever, probably. People who are selling, like, umbrellas and chairs to people. And And, cocaine. And cocaine. I've got cocaine. Yeah, yo. (laughs) Yeah, yo. I have it. I will show it to you. You can get a taste test. Dude, I got the fucking... Yeah, yo. Honestly, retirement plan. I'm giving massages on the beach to women. And, um, Have you ever seen the movie War Dogs? Selling cocaine. Have you seen the movie War Maybe Dogs? Maybe just sunglasses. Maybe I'll just say I sell cocaine, but I really don't. Maybe I do the inverse, where it's just like, massages? No, I don't want a massage. How about cocaine? I'm really just selling cocaine. Maybe I do the opposite. Maybe I'm like, you want some cocaine? And they're like, no. And I'm like, massages. Do you want a massages? The crazy thing is, Jared, you everybody has a look you know, and everybody like I look at somebody and I think like, oh, that person sells perfume that to to her high school friends. That person you, sells Tupperware. Yes, Mary you, you look like you would be more be like a, you sell beads. Beads. Yeah. I'll you, sell beads. You look like you sell beads. And I pull down my pants and it's like Jack Sparrow's chin, but it's off my ball sack. And I'm like, pick a bead. <laughs> pick a bead. I will, um, I will remove it and put it in your hair. It's like, why does he sound Russian and Mexican? This is, It's weird. I uh, make up a whole persona. That might be fun. And all, all I do is microdose mushrooms the whole time, and I'm just selling beads off my balls <laughs> on the beaches of Mexico. And you know what? They don't care. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. It's like, you just showed someone your dick. They're Every- like... Well, I'm selling beads. It's part of the demonstration. Everybody's just like, it's like, where are you from? Man, man, Mexico's crazy. Where are you from? <laughs> Dude, he looked like he was from, he was part of ISIS. He sounded Russian. He was eating a cheeseburger. I don't know. I look, I saw his balls, though, and they look like Captain Jack Sparrow's chin. My girlfriend's been gone for the uh, for the long weekend so far. And it's like I'm getting to the point where I can almost braid my pubes. It's it's like I need to tighten up before she gets home. Oh, dude. I don't even want to talk about that. I could probably donate the pubes that just fall off when I take a piss to, like, some sort of cancer ward for wigs. Oh. I really could. They, it's just like it's like Chernobyl. Or it's just like a volcano that has gone off and you know once the lava like settles and it just covers the land in ash that's just the ash like my pubes are just they i could make blankets for homeless people i could really do a wait, lot wait. with my pubes is what do I'm you saying. do you remember the episode where we talk about the the mattress salesman i kind of do from uh from auschwitz and he's like, this one is made out of 100% pubes. <laughs> Dude, that was the stupidest shit we've ever done. But it's true, though. Like, I really think I could, I, I think I could do more for the community with my pubic hair. Because I don't know if we could make, like, bulletproof vests out of it. Uh, 
we could. I say you donate. We could it. keep some people warm, and we could definitely put hair on heads. I say you donate it to a little white girl, and let her have like a little tiny. Dude, pube, she's gonna look like afro. She's gonna look like a Kardashian. No, she would. If look... she straightens it, if she straightens it, she's either gonna look like Questlove or a Kardashian. Her choice. Questlove is perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Man. Maybe she might play the drums. I don't know. Maybe she finds a passion. D- is Questlove still doing um, the Tonight Show? The Tonight Show was that Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Really, dude. It's, it's, that shit sucked. All that shit sucked. That shit kind of peak. I used to love like Jay Leno. That was my shit. And then I then fell in love with uh, Conan O'Brien. Like his show was just so crazy. And like by that time, whatever friend I had staying the night at my house, we were so we had. Because I mean, you wake up at what like seven in the morning as a kid to go to school, and so on a Friday night. You're, you have a friend over, and you're watching not only the late night, but you're, like, the late, late night. And so that's when you start to get, like, loopy and, like, have fun, and, like, you're making up, like, inside jokes that you'll know forever, and you're just, like, everything each other's saying is just, like, a laugh riot. And that's what the Conan O'Brien show in the early days seemed like because they would do the weirdest shit, and so you'd be in this loopy state with your friends already making jokes and cracking jokes, and then you'd watch that. And then it'd just be this, like, you, that person, and then the show. And it was just, it was like being on drugs. Like, that, staying up that late after, like, really not sleeping. And just, everything was hilarious. It was, oh, yeah. it's the, probably the the most I've ever laughed. You'd be like, and you would also try to be quiet because, it's like, you didn't want, like, your dad coming in, like, shut the fuck up. Like, so you were trying to keep it down a little bit. And any time you're trying to, like, cover your laugh up or not laugh, everything is, like, ten times more funny. Oh, That's yeah. my favorite shit. My favorite shit is the times where you look at someone. or When's, you... when's the last time that happened to you, though? Because usually cause now it, it's, it's... It leaves you. It leaves you as an adult. It's still there. And usually now it's just, like, it's either not acceptable or you're not trying to be rude and you're not trying to laugh in someone's face. But something has happened and you look over at someone, the best is when you don't even know that they're laughing, you just kind of feel that they're laughing. And then you see like their body kind of semi-shaking. And you just look straight forward, and you're like, out of my peripherals, I know that this motherfucker saw this shit, and I can see that he's shaking. And he's probably laughing his ass off. And then you start to get going, and you're like, you're like, that was hilarious. And then you start shaking, and you're like, don't look over there at him. Because if you do, you might lose it. And we got to keep it together because it's important that we just don't l- l- abruptly laugh. That just wouldn't be – that wouldn't be socially acceptable. But you always take that look, and you look over, and you see the person just like their mouth is like puckered. And they're just trying to hold in this laughter that's trying to escape them. It's like a sneeze almost. It's like a long sneeze. And then you're trying to do it too. And then eventually you, you look over. You both pop. And then there's like somebody somebody's eyebrows raise. And they're, you're just like. <laughs> and then it's just like. And you start to make this like hold it. In. It's like you're wrestling with this laughter. And then like that shit. It, that's those times. That's. That's the funniest shit that could ever happen at any moment. And it's kind of because you shouldn't laugh. 
is is the reason it is so funny. I'm I'm with you. Um, actually, the person that I experienced that with the most in my childhood, Mike Golden, and we we were best friends since first grade. Man. Shout out Mike Golden. And that dude just moved within a mile of my house. Oh so, yeah, we're on the, we're almost all on the same road. Yeah, he's yes, and he, and I we're gonna get to have more of those experiences, mm-hmm. and I'm. Uh, Pretty excited to have my childhood best friend. I can't wait for him to come on here. I'm just giving him a little bit of time because he's working his dick to the dirt. He's not working his dick to the dirt. Somebody's working his dick to the dirt. No, I mean, dude, that's how that shit goes, man. I've been there. Yeah, you right. You got to do it. Right. Speaking of late night shows, though, I, I can't be the only one, <clears throat> but when I was younger... I never understood Saturday Night Live, but I always understood Mad TV. Mm-hmm. So I was more of a Mad TV fan when I was twelve. Yeah, yeah. I, I when I was younger, I liked In Living Color. Oh yeah, that's dude. I really liked that show. Oh, it was like yeah. Jim Carrey was on there, and all the Wayne's brothers, and it. Uh, I, which Wayne's brother was it? Damon, which it was, who it was, did the clown, Damon. homie yep. the clown, homie and all that clown. shit. Yep. Like, dude, that I that shit used to, that shit made me laugh like a motherfucker. I never used to watch Saturday Night Live either. I used to watch that shit. Well, I then Living watch, Color was my shit. I would watch Saturday Night Live, but I never thought it was funny because I Saturday Night Live is always so up with the time. Yeah. And when you're 12, you're not up with the time. Yeah, and also you just want to watch funny, silly <clears throat> shit. And those shows were more, they were more geared, they were, it seemed like they were more geared to just being like silly and funny yes. than they were to like be, we're going to be a social commentary on like, blah, blah, blah. There's, there's also other shit that I didn't really even understand when I was a kid, but I still laughed. Yeah. Like with, with Mad TV, like it would be like a date, like dating shows. When mm-hmm. I was 12, I didn't understand dating. But like I I would uh, watch the show and be like oh shit like this is funny because he just said mm-hmm. no guest number one what's your blah blah, blah. <laughs> you know but like I I just I just thought it was funnier than Saturday Night Live I did too <clears throat> hey I can we too. can we take a piss break yep piss perfect time for a piss break you want to make a song about it. I'm going to take a piss break now. It's time for my piss. I said, I'm going to piss right now. I'm going to take a piss right now. It's time to piss. It's time to piss. It's piss, 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 piss in time. Piss, piss, piss. I took a piss. It was nice and I pissed my pants a little bit. After I pissed, I zipped up and I squirted a little bit in my pants. Dude, and I... we're back and it's Matt and you know quite where it's at. Sticking a ball in the tree, what it's gonna do it, it's gonna give you glee. 
I I honestly have I've I've got something to admit. admit. I think that I might pee in my pants a little bit more than the average person after peeing. The you worst don't... thing you can do is that is when you jiggle, 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 because also. You, you I've have, had you, a, have to, you have to you have to flex your abdomen a little bit mm-hmm. to try and get that last little bit out, you know, and I still shake, and then I, I still get pee in my pants, and I and I'll come back to bed, and uh, my girlfriend will be like, uh, "Hey, it looks like you got a drip there," <laughs> like every every time. I, you don't I, hide it. You don't hide the drip. No, I don't care. It's just out there. I don't care. It's in my undies. It's not like I. It's not like I. I mean, like, like, do you do you not drip I've, at all, dude? I've done that before. Like you before, but it's not like an every time thing. Not an every time thing because what I do is I sit there and it takes me a minute. Like usually, you I, sit to piss. I don't. I don't sit to piss. Oh, but oh, so here's oh. the thing. So I I sit there and I shake and I shake and I shake, and then I kind of relax, and then there'll be that little after I've after I've shook after I've shook. Though there will a lot of times there will be this last gap, last gasp of just like like liquid where it's like, oh, that's where that shit would come from. If I would have just shook, 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 put it back in as I wash my hands, then that shit would come back in my pants. But instead I waited and it's because that's only if it's a private bathroom with one person. But what happens is sometimes like. Maybe you're in a place where there's only one urinal or a urinal in a stall and there's someone waiting. And then you're like, all right. Or you feel rushed. Any sort of situation you feel rushed. But I've had a situation where it was like only one stall, only one urinal, and then there was a stall. And the guy decided there was a person in the stall, like using the toilet toilet, and I'm using the urinal. And there was an old guy behind me, and I did the shake, 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 shake. Can't relax. Let no poop, let no pee out, let no pee out. And the guy behind me goes, he just goes, If you shake it more than three times, you're playing yeah. with it. And I was just like, dude, I'm trying not to piss my pants yeah. and be a responsible adult. How dare you? And I was just like, you know, you do like, ha, ha, ha. First of all, let's not talk to each other in the restroom. But, like, yeah, you need that moment. And the older you get, the worse it is. And some of the last memories of my grandfather that were, like, him, like, going out and doing shit. Because he, 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 liked, to, he liked to be dressed decent. So he would have, like, a polo on. And he'd have khakis and a belt polo tucked in. And, you know, if you have a polo tucked in with khakis, like, you got to make sure you shake, shake, shake. Well, he had a medical issue and the medicine he took made him urinate frequently. Well, he would just like tuck it back in and he would dribble all over the place. So he would be dressed like looking like grandpa, but he would have been dribbling all down his khakis because his... the older you get, the more difficult it is. You know what I mean? <clears throat> oh, yeah. So I've always thought that. So I always take an extra moment. I take an extra moment to make sure there's no more dribbles. So you just said, <clears throat> you just said no talking in the bathroom, like you, but you don't you don't want to converse in the bathroom, right? And it's it, important. It made me it made me think about. Uh, I met I met Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris, comedian Han- out of Chicago. Yes, probably um, one of the 
funniest comedians to come out of that area. He, oh, he's he's yeah, he's hilarious. I go into the bathroom and what the, were you doing though? So set up the set up the situation. S- set up the situation is there was an open mic that um that my friends used to go to like for for music. It wasn't mm-hmm. for comedy, it was for music. And they would go to that and they would they would like get up on stage and they'd do their thing and everybody really enjoyed it all the time. Well, somebody that was like influencing this open mic was Chance the Rapper from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one night that Chance the Rapper was there with his friend. He like came back. What do you mean? Like, did he come back to like? Oh yeah, like he 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 like was the one that was like trying to get this open mic going. Chance the rapper was because he, you know, he he wants like yeah, people yeah, to come but, out and do right. their thing, and uh, he's friends with Hannibal Burris, and Hannibal Burris was with Chance the rapper. W- at this like l- tiny tiny little open mic thing like where was it at uh it was i don't it was in a, a a little venue in chicago like when i say venue i mean like think bar slash venue think the size of like um like like and look of like picks mm-hmm. have you ever been inside of picks mm-hmm. like just long and narrow w- and and brick long and narrow That's cool. and brick and so i go into the bathroom and I see Hannibal Burris, and I was just like, "Oh, dude, like, man, I I think you're funny as hell, man." Or no, I don't even say that. I think I was like, "Oh, man, I love your shit." And he looks at me while while we're he's at the urinal, and he says, "No bathroom talk," <laughs> and that was that's all he said to me. That's and I, awesome. And I, I was just I just shook my head, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I get that. Like, fuck, I I shouldn't have even said anything. But like, when you see, I didn't even know he was there, and, I, and then I and saw. And you have him. like a moment to be like, dude, yeah, shit's hilarious. Yeah, no, and he and he just he just said no bathroom talk, but he couldn't be more right. Yeah, like that's correct. You you just need to not talk. Get what. Get what you need to be done, done. Unless you're doing cocaine, and then you're going to be talking a lot, probably in yeah. a public restroom. But I, uh, he had a special, and he shouted out a couple places that he did open mics, and it was, one of them was the first time I did an open mic. And I'm not saying this to be like braggadocious, but I'm saying it more to be like it went so horribly bad. So I had a friend that I worked in a kitchen with, and he used to own a grocery store in Chicago, and his dad worked there. And he goes, hey, man, ride the train up. You want to do comedy? Like, I'll show you around. And so we went to these open mics. Like, I rode the train up. He met me at the station, and then he's – and I haven't lived here for that long. So, like, it's very intimidating. Like, I had only been to Chicago once before. So now I'm going to sit there and think that I'm going to, like, try to do, like, perform shit. It was super intimidating, and then he, he's like, yeah, we'll go around. I'll show you places, and he took me, like, to a couple, like, cool bars, and we're, like, drinking, 
And then he's like, did you have any open mics? And I had went on the internet and like had a list of every place that did open mics. And there's a big list. And we went, we started from the top and we just kind of went around and it was, it wasn't comfortable. And then, so eventually the fourth one was Weeds Tavern and I went there and it was getting towards the end of the night where I could feel the vibe where he's like, dude, if you don't do it now, we're we're not going to do it. And so I signed up and they, I got put up and I'd never done the shit before. And when I say silence, they had a bunch of... It was deafening? Yeah. So I didn't know, like, the writing that I did wasn't good. It's still not good. Like, I'm still at that level. It's not good at all. Because you think shit's funny, and then you go try to make it funny in front of people who are just like, yeah, do do it, man. You you might want to start thinking about doing something with that... uh with that uh, cracker barrel but that that might help. I might. But uh like I had like really bad shit and it was me shaking and murmuring into a microphone to people that were silent and the neon lights were buzzing like you could hear like like it was that quiet. Like if you and I just like don't talk like it was like that and everything I said and it just came out like this. It was just like, and it was like, okay, I don't know where I was, but anyway, it was silent as shit. And then I tried to tell a joke where I went, my ex-girlfriend was very wealthy and she, and I tried to impregnate her, but you can't impregnate those girls because they're on the best birth control. That was like the joke. And Rich then, girls have the best birth control. It was silent. You just heard this from the back. It was just, ha! One random dude just put out a ha. And then I put the microphone back in the stand, and I was like, um, I'm, I'm out of here. And I'm I Jer- left. I'm Jared Moxley. And then I'm sitting at the bar, and I get a couple shots, and my buddy's like, dude, I can't believe you did that. You look so stupid. And I am I took a couple shots, and then the the host of the open mic goes, oh, give it up for him. That was his first time. Ha, ha, ba, ba, ba. And he, he goes, what war were you in? And I was like, what? I go, what? And he's like, what war were you in? was like rumplements because that's the shots I was taking and he's like no what war were you in and I was just like Vietnam dude I don't Vietnam and he's just like we'll get back to you later and then he just moved on well it wasn't till the next day I was taking a shower and you know when you're like taking a shower just mulling over all your bad decisions because there's nothing but you in the water and then you get, you, there's no phone, there's no music. You, you, have, you have moments of clarity. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm sitting in the shower and I went, oh, fuck. I know what the guy was asking me. So I tried to tell, set up a joke and tell a story of how I was poor. And I, my family had gone through a hurricane, so we had a bunch of MREs. So I said, I was poor and I ate MREs. And I tried to explain how I had like horrible, like, like rabbit style diarrhea shit. And so I tried to tell that story. It didn't come across and no one understood me because I'm a mumbling idiot. So he heard, I said, I was poor and I was eating MREs. Everyone in the crowd heard, I was at war 
and I ate eating. MREs. Oh, shit. So not only – they didn't even laugh at a what they thought was a veteran. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, dude – Veteran. So it was like, and I was like, I was showering. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, I'm gonna, I I'm gonna, I'm thing. gonna make this statement. It was though. horrible. Is what I'm trying, and I actually I'm... didn't try again for like six more. It took six years for that shame to wash off, and it's still there. So veterans aren't funny. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. Maybe unless you're Rob Riggle. I think Rob Riggle is so funny. It's hilarious. I, I, tr- but I tried to watch his newest show about like him doing the travel, like the travel thing, and I didn't even make it through an episode because. So he's he's very funny, but he's also like a semi like company man where he gets put into shit, and it's not shit that he created. It's shit he's acting in. And it's like even maybe he shines in it. But he's he's in a show about like uh, like mini golf, like for mini golf. Yeah, it's a bullshit ass show. It's a bullshit ass show. But like his commentary is funny as fuck, dude. Like he's he's just funny through and through in that one. But then when when they they put him as like the main character, or not character, like but like the the lead of. A, it's like a history show kind of. It, it's just it w- wasn't funny, it, and so when Dude, I say you gotta find your puff. When I when I say when I say veterans aren't funny, I I exclude Rob Riggle. You should, you should. Does he does Rob Riggle do like stand up comedy? Or like, how did uh, he? I don't how know. did he get his comedic fucking? I don't thing? Know. Some people are just like funny. They don't necessarily need to do like the art of stand up comedy. Like they just have like a vibe. Maybe it's like improv. Maybe they're like there's a lot of like comedic actors. Man, there's people out there. That that's who I kind of gear towards. I feel like is is like and lately like I've been working in a, a kitchen that's different than what I usually work in, and honestly like. That's like it's a bunch of people busting each other's balls and just zinging like lines at each other constantly just to like keep the sanity. Like there's something about it. Everyone's just joking around because it's so it's it's difficult and it's hard. But I mean, definitely other jobs have it harder. But in this situation, it's like everyone's been working a lot like and the the shit you get off of that it's it's bananas like there there are people that'll just say shit like zingers or like all of a sudden someone will start talking about a topic it's really like it's it's the funniest podcast you'd probably ever listen to cuz you're doing the same thing over and over and after about an hour or if you've been trained correctly you know how to do what you're doing life so you're, life is the funniest podcast it is that's that's unrecorded, but it's like as soon as you hit record, then obviously it's a little bit like, oh, okay, we got to make this, we got to make this a thing now. Yeah, and- dude, and I, I found that out like trying to do that like that TV show. It was like the minute like there's like guys with cranes on their heads with cameras on you, 
it's difficult to like reciprocate like the vibe I have with like someone who's the closest person to me. Like I've known this person for like 12 years. Like this is should be as comfortable as shit. But there's a there's like a 10 percent takeaway you take. And what you have to do is just get comfortable with that. And there are people that can and there are people that are can't that can't. But there are difference between our first podcast and, and our whatever podcast right now. Yes. And there are actual like genuine moments. There's genuine moments that deserve and belong to be recorded in history. But the reason that they're so genuine and amazing and how they came about is because nothing was being recorded like that. It there's. It was just there in the moment, and that that's why like people that do documentaries and shit like they have to capture so much shit because a lot of it's just mundane and stupid. But there are these like moments that that's what like I mean that's like how reality television is and shit. But maybe not. I don't know. Whatever happened with that, by the way? I don't know. No, you guys don't communicate anymore. I think uh I mean you have you have covid you have I don't know it's we'll see we'll see Yeah I just I sometimes I feel bad because I get too like caught up in my own shit that I don't even like Dude, ask we're all you caught about, up in our own shit I don't even ask you about things that are like exciting to you I haven't asked I, you about anything either Dude we all get caught up in our own shit because I don't have anything exciting going on. We're we're watching television out of our own two eyes. Like we're 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 living a television in the way that time is a construct. In the way that we're being like the rivers running through the rocks of our brain right now is just like we're all important. It's social media. Like I have to keep catching myself and going like you don't matter. Like, I have to say that, and I really do want to love myself, and I do think I do matter. But you get so caught up in, like, this weird, like, need for, like, a thing where you think you're the center of the world, and then it becomes, like, a crippling a crippling anxiety for you. And it's, it's like, no, like, if you fuck something up real quick, and it's not a big deal, it's like, no one's looking at you and being like, what a piece of shit. It's like, dude, you're not a piece of shit. Also, in that moment, the world doesn't re- re- resolve around you. You just fuck something up really quickly. Just fix it, and it's fine. Like, quit thinking like this. There's a tell. You're the, the Truman Show. Like, that's not. Um, that's not what's happening here. So you just said something that made me think of think of something. I'm way harder on myself than. Than I am on all of my friends and, mm-hmm. and all of my uh, peers. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just saw a guy at work. Like he was joking around and he was looking to his left and he was like speed walking with a coffee. But what he didn't see because he was looking left at us was a a pipe sticking out of the ground, probably like an inch and a half, maybe. And he tripped on it and he, and he fell for like 20 feet. He did like a flail and then it looked like he was diving into second base. Like he, he, he fucking just trying to get somewhere. He, he blasted off, but it was like so hard of a fall that it wasn't like, ha 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 ha. 
oh my god look at that motherfucker it was it was a hard enough fall to be like oh shit and like i like walked you okay yeah i went over to him and did like the you okay thing and he and he like got up and he was just like so confident with himself and he was just like oh my god like what the fuck man (laughs) laughing we're all and then we start laughing and it's just like Mm -hmm. we're having a good time whereas if it was me that fell i'd be so embarrassed like I, I would. Do like, you think so? I do. I, I know so, or like, I, I just like, if, if, uh, another example, if, if somebody has to cancel a plan with me, I feel like it's so easy. It sh- or it should be so easy because I'm like. Yeah, dude. I mean, whatever. I, I try and put myself so far back in the lineup that I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, dude, do your life before you worry about my feelings. Are you my, talking about the casino thing? I, I'm talking, but I'm, ta- yes, but that's only because it's a foreground thing. Whereas when I'm the one that has to, has to do the canceling, I feel terrible. Yeah, I feel terrible. Well, I I don't like to, I personally don't like to not show up to shit that I say I'm going to show up to. Oh, that's like a one, big thing. Like one hundred percent. But um, you have to make choices in life, and mm-hmm. the choices are not always easy. And I was going to uh, I was gonna kind of do like a oh to somebody, and like let let's be honest. If we did this yesterday, it would have been a huge waste of time yesterday too. It actually turned out good, which I was a, I won't lie to you, I was miffed. I was I, a I know like, you were and Jared <coughs> Jared, that's why I asked you, like, hey dude, you good man? Because I could tell you were a little bit like <clears throat> towards me. And I get it. I get it. It's because it's because I like worked my week around it and I was like, well, I would have been, this would have been a different week, but that doesn't, that it, at the end of the day, that doesn't, it didn't matter. And it actually turned out for the better. So like at the time, there's no reason to. So here, here's what makes sense. Here It does. And you're actually helping me out here because me feeling bad for doing because I know that you did that is what I'm saying. Like, I feel bad because I know that there's like four people that had to like work their week around something. And then there was a plan and a plan and a plan. And then the, the, like at noon of that day that it was supposed to happen, I was like, Hey, mm -mm." and I hate being that guy. Whereas if somebody were that guy to me, I, I'm always going to just be like, even if I worked my whole week out around this fucking thing, I'm I'm just the guy that's just like, oh okay, like if you can't do it, like life's fucking crazy. I I I get it. I'm not even like. Well, that's the line, isn't it? It's you deciding where where that line leads up to before you get like, well, what the fuck? Like at what point? Yeah, you know no, what I mean. I get it. So at like what point do you go like, well, what the fuck, dude? You know what I'm saying? Because only... if it it could be it could be like something very simple where you're like, "Why well, fucking understand that? Like there's no we can't get around that." 
And like, for instance, like a lot of people, because I have a lot of friends that have kids. So it's like one, if you plan something with someone with kids and like some shit comes up with their kid. Yeah, you're good like, luck. Well, well yeah. obviously this has to go the somewhere else, whatever. Fine. And then you move it up and it depends. It depends on where that line is. And you kind of decide personally within you how you're going to react to someone telling you something. You know what I mean? Because it's not necessarily what someone's done to you. It's what how you react to the situation. You know? Yes. Like, you can decide to be as shit as you want. Or you can just decide to not. Blow, yeah, blow it off. And it depends. Like, Where do you want to take it? And I'm, I've, always, I've always held on to shit. But what I started to learn once I tried to figure shit out... Because I feel like if you don't emotionally try to figure shit out, and maybe not for everyone, but particularly for me, it's going to get very complicated and it's not going to be fun. So what you need to do is figure out your emotions because my emotions drive me. Other things drive other people. And so I've had to like read books, listen to shit, like watch like lectures of people who consider themselves like whatever, like and just try to work my way through it. And because other, if I don't, I'll just be this closed off, angry, like at the at the flip of a switch. But Jared, when when was the last time that I fucked you? You know, like I I try and be diligent my entire life. My Were you keeping a scoreboard and you're like Jared hadn't been fucked in a while. Let's just no, cancel. No. Let's just cancel. Let's let me, just cancel. Let me tell Frank. you let me tell you what was actually going on. It was it was actually a thing where I have canceled on these other people too many times in a row. Bro, so it was like to where to where if I did it this Why are you canceling on everyone? You too busy? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you don't say no. Dude, you don't say no, dude. I, I don't say no. Dude, I had I like I had to cancel on a few things, and I hate. Dude, you have a lot of shit going on. I have a lot, but it's a good thing, though. It's not a bad thing. It's because you have a bunch of people that love you, and you want to be, you want to do everything all the time. But only one body and only one consciousness can possibly be in certain situations. I'm, I'm not accepting. I'm not accepting um, friend applications anymore. Like I, I doubt I, that. Man. I, you don't accept. Dude, see, dude, you don't accept friend applications. Dude, I need. I need to be done with friend, like friend applications. I, I, I have. Sorry. I have the friends that I have, and I. I need to be. I need to be done being like, hey, this guy was nice to me. Maybe we should hang out Let's later this week. Let's go have a week. beer. Yeah, dude, that's not a bad way to be, and I don't think you should necessarily cancel that. I think, you're. You could be. You could find a best friend tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like I already, I already have one. He's I'm he's looking me right in the eyes oh, right now. How dare you? I'm just saying like <laughs> What do you mean how dare you? Don't talk to me like that. Okay, oh. let's not get combative. Okay. Let's not get combative. We've been <laughs> drinking. <laughs> it's all love. No, I mean like like I get it. Like dude, there, there are certain people, and I, th- I think this is like kind of a cool vibe that we have, and it's actually a, a really cool vibe. Like, throughout, like I've met people through you that honestly, I'm, I've 
become pretty close with. Yeah. And it's it's because it's a similar situation. You and know I've what I mean? And I've met people through you that I've become mm-hmm. close with. That's exactly that's like, bridges. That's what that's what uh, Hooks relationships and ladders, do. But like obviously, like we obviously we have a connection that is uh, like untouched right now. But like you, but I I've got friends that are your friends first. Mm-hmm. And if maybe if I see them without you being there, like uh, it could be kind of like, oh, you didn't want to invite me to to that. Like I was free, but that's I mean that's that's another dude. Let's go deep. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. No, yeah. I all I'm saying is like we don't need to argue like we're an old married. Do we sound like an old married couple? Do you think? I'm not arguing. Are you upset? I'm not upset at all anymore. Are you upset that I canceled yesterday? I was. I was. I know. I could tell. So I was. I was because. And that's why. But also because because I was. That's why I apologized to you today. That's why when I came over to you and I was like, hey, what's up? I wanted. I, I wanted. I'm I'm gonna meet things head on all of the time. I would. I. That's how I'd like it. I'm 33 years old. I am not gonna be like, oh, I think I think Jared's upset at me, but I'm not gonna speak. I'm I'm gonna get up to you, like to your face, and just be like, tell me, tell me right now, give give it to me, because I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. My yeah. life is less than perfect, and I, I'm not. I had to make a decision, and break off a two I had to make a decision and it wasn't easy for me so like if I do something wasn't easy for you I don't think it would make I don't think I would want to make anything more difficult for you right is 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 what I'm getting at like I Matt, I don't gaslight me Oh, I'm not. <laughs> Don't gaslight me, you dude, son of a bitch. Dude, I I will always I'll always say yes, and that's going to be my problem. The plans But you always have fun though. The the plans that I had that was not like a, I did not get a text that day like, "Oh, do you want to go to the ca- casino?" And and I was like, ooh, I do want to go to the casino. I'm gonna fuck these guys over instead. And so everything worked out. Everything worked out. And to be I, honest with you, that's the vibe I got. I I let it go very quickly because I was just like, whatever, like whatever. And I actually didn't care. It was more like I don't want to be because we're partners, correct? Yeah. So like, I don't want to be like, oh yeah. Those guys said that they would come on our podcast, and they just canceled. And I think it was a different thing with there was a uh, – you were communicating with them. I was not. I, I, I didn't that's... know what the deal was. And then I was just like, okay, well, I don't necessarily want to be an asshole to the person. Oh, because if I... you're an asshole, and I'm not saying that you were, but if you are, then I am too. Because that's the partnership that we've garnered here. And I so was, I just I wanted to be like I hope we weren't assholes to them. I didn't really get the whole information. I don't need you send me paragraphs. You're trying to live your day, and whatever. So I was communicating with them, and honestly, they said that 
today worked better for them anyways and it didn't work better for you so so it did, that doesn't we, matter we were, though if you would you didn't communicate that with me i know i know i didn't you didn't tell me that i was left in the lurch do you i i think you that left I, me in the lurch i think that i'm so good at communicating i really do but there are times do I sound like your girlfriend? No, no, no. I'm also not no. trying to be like no, that person. No, Jared, no. I want to be a support. I want to be a so, support beam for you. I don't want to be a terror down. But there, I'm so good at communication when I'm face-to-face, but sometimes, especially when I have a job, I don't keep my phone on me at work. So yeah, I'll come hate, back and I'll have... I hate the phone shit. I'll have, like, I'm a bad like communicator with phones sometimes not all the time but some of the times and it makes me feel terrible but i have a life that i'm trying to outside of the podcast (laughs) so i'm sorry i could tell you were a little upset and i and that's why i came when i came over to you i was like hey what's wrong and i that's that's me hitting it head on and i don't mind you hitting it head on it's just again time and place i know i need i need you to be honest we, we with be me talking though. i'm i'm honest with you i never lied to you i i i need you to be honest with me and just be like yeah this, that that was kind of shitty what you did Yeah, but i don't want to put a burden on you man i know i really don't like and, and in all honesty i'd I, rather n- but but the burden and it depends, the burden it depends is on, actually the burden is actually you not telling me right but i also didn't want to be like because uh, there's there's different versions unfortunately like there's the last night at two in the morning version of me where i'm like fuck that that's some bullshit and then there's like the eleven o'clock version of me showering, like, well, I get it, like I fucking get it. And then there's the nine o'clock version of me that's like, dude, like, I I was pissed. I'm not. I'm not really pissed. I'm really not because it's actually working out better. Like this all made sense. Like I get what you're doing. Like it's not a big deal. So I, I mean that doesn't justify anything. But there's not. I don't ever want to. Just throw whatever's in my brain out at someone and just be like, dude, fuck the, like, like, because I know that there's time where I need to like walk that dog and like be like, dude, is this really what's going on or is it not? You know what? Like, don't, you don't need to be like messaging someone like, hey man, what you did was bullshit. Like, and these are the reasons why. And then you wake up and you're like, I mean, I guess you had a point, but there was not necessary to say. So that. even like, after, even when I came over here today, were you kind of like, "There's that motherfucker that canceled yesterday"? Nope. Piece of shit. Nope. Once you like came in, I was just like, "Oh hell yeah, you're here!" Like it was all that shit was gone. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's why I didn't like lash out at this person." I because get it. You I can, get it. Well, the thing is, you can have feelings and you can feel your shit, and there's nothing wrong with that, and you can't. And you really can't deny your feelings, and nor should you. I was but, fucked too. I was look, go, I was going to I was going to motherfuck you, or I was going to motherfuck two of my other best friends. And that's fine, so, dude. And I I really and that's the end goal here, and that's the thing that I'm trying to say, and that's where it like kind of lays to rest. Is like you just because you feel a way, you don't need to lash out at that person. 
That just means you need to figure out if that's is that a justified feeling or not. And regardless of if, if it is, that doesn't that's how you're taking a situation. You don't put that on someone. That's not a blanket I put on you. I just I hold that and I go, "Well, do you want to keep that or not?" And then eventually I go, "I don't. I don't I don't think it's justified. It actually turned out better." So then now not now not only have I not devastated our like friendship, it's fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it it's not a big deal. Like I don't give a shit. Like I gave a shit a day ago, but I worked through that feeling through myself and it kind of had to do with you, but not really. It had to more do with me. I dealt with the situation. And legit, was I mad? Yeah. Am I mad now? No. Did it turn out better? Absolutely. Yeah. So then there's no problem. Yeah. Does I, that make sense? Oh, it makes Like, you, it don't, makes you don't have sense. to fucking throw your shit on people. I, I, I try and please everybody. I know you do. Everybody. And I also know that about you. And that's another thing. I, that's like, it's not just a 2D thing. Like, I see all that shit, and I get it, and it's fine. Like, it's not like, uh, I, I've already kind of said it, like, just work through your shit. And that's a big thing that I learned because I used to do the opposite. Like, I used to, like, if you met me, like, four years ago, and, you, like, did. you did, well, like, I, like, right before, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? And then I would guilt trip you. I would emotionally blackmail you into doing what I wanted. And then it would be this, like, guard like prisoner thing you know what i mean and that's not what i want like i would i would like someone to hang out with me if they want if they want to and then, then if something else comes up well then that's fine too and then if that pisses me off well then figure that out within yourself and then fucking do something else it's not a fucking i'm not going to be dictated by any anyone else you know like i get it sorry Let's uh let's wrap be this good. up because I'm Supposed going to, to uh, piss my pants again. Piss your pants. Um. Uh, I'm I'm going to say that I do go pee and let's read an email. All right. Yeah. Go pee. Let's read an email. All right. Pause it. I'll pause it. Let's let's just merge out of this thing then. Shagrim Shagra, read us an email, and then we'll oh, fucking fuck. take the fuck out of here. I'll give yeah. us an email song. It's time for an email. There is a fucking email coming. Matt's gonna put in his password and Got it. get the email. It's email time. Beautiful. <laughs> don't say who it's from because we don't name names on the podcast oh, unless no, we this... accidentally name names. This one I actually want to name names because uh, they're doing something kind of cool right now, and I want to, uh, I want, I want to let them know that uh, let's we, shout we out. Hear them. Yeah, let's shout out. So, uh, Slobby and Marvin. Slobby and Marvin. Yeah. So they they've got a podcast called Slobby and Marvin Podcast, and they they uh, they recently started a. Hell yeah. We're going to I think they're going to come on here in the middle and, of March, I think. And then we're going to go on there. It's going to be like I don't know. How do, how do you feel about that? Sometimes like it, 
like we we have started really great relationships. I like it. I like it because once it's a you, community. When you, well, also once you go on someone else's podcast, all you got to do is just show up and talk shit. Like you don't have to like press any buttons or like, you know. I I completely agree. Like going. We started going on like uh, this podcast is garbage. Shout out when when like they we were pretty early on, and they honestly had, there's like a couple episodes that wouldn't have happened if we never went on there. Completely Dude. agree. Like yeah. they like showed us how to do shit. Oh, and they they helped us through throughout. So it's a community that is necessary. It's a necessary community, but. Uh, Oh, what happened to my shit? What's that slobby Marvin? Hold on. Oh, you, oh, it's right there. Dude, not not knowing where your jewel at's oh. the worst, isn't it? Oh. Did your heart skip a beat? Oh. <laughs> Here we are. It says, are you guys sitters or standers when you wipe your tushy? We love asking this question. Sloppy Marv said that. Slobby and Marvin. Slobby and Marvin. Sorry. So so I want to tell you first and foremost that for the longest time, I was a stander. Yeah. I I was, I've stood. I, I was a stander when I wiped. The, the I'd rather only, s- stand than die on my knees. The... <laughs> The only thing that changed my perspective from standing to sitting was the bidet. And that's what I was going to say was it doesn't matter. You sit when you have that bidet. You sit on the throne of Jesus. Glory. Yeah, Jesus shooting into your asshole. And here's the thing, too. If you don't have a bidet, go right now to any website and buy a bidet and welcome to the change of your life your life will change for the better you will there's not a single moment i've had in in my adult life that you, had, you and your partner dude are gonna be calmer with my you, most like, traumatic life change as an adult was getting a bidet it needs to the stigma needs to go away. Mine, it's it's my, the number one thing. It's the number was, one thing. Mine was getting a sleep apnea machine. Yeah. That that changed my life forever. Be, only well, because they're gonna tell me that the same shit they told you. That that's only because like my girlfriend couldn't sleep next to me, and now we sleep next to each other very soundly, soundly and peacefully. And so the bidet is the sleep apnea machine of your butthole. <laughs> it like is. Like you will have a partner. There will be someone there for you. And I swear to God, dude, I used to get be late for shit. I, I no, was, you'd be late for shitting. I would. <laughs> I had a best friend's paintball. Like it was a. Wedding thing. Do you think he was, it was pissed like a, because you were late or had to call off? Oh no! I so I barely made it, but it was because I was wiping my ass. I just kept wiping my ass, and then I'd be like, "Oh, there's poop, there's poop, 
there's poop, moist butt wipe, moist butt wipe, poop, poop, poop. It was just like, it got to the point where I was punching myself in the thigh, and I was like, there can't be more poop. And guess what? I wiped again. Matt, guess what there was? Poop? Poop. Poop. And I was like, how? How? Like, it so didn't wait, seem... Are, are I you, wanted I wanted scientists to you, study my asshole. Were you a stander? I was a sitter. You were a sitter? I was but, a sitter, leaner, upper. But every now and then you would do a stand? I would... My last one's a stand. How I end a shit is I go from sitting with the toilet paper semi on the back of my taint and I stand up and as I slowly stand up I let the toilet paper ride and if I don't stand you keep your hand at the same spot no I let it go up so I'm I'm wiping my ass as I stand up it's very patriotic and I do it (laughs) and I make flag wave I look and if there's red white and blue baby I go and if there's brown, then we sit back down. And that's just how it goes. Well, thank you for Slobby and Marvin <laughs> for that question. Um, I I was I was always a standard because nobody teaches you. I get how to, the standard thing. No, nobody, I was a standard for a minute. Nobody teaches you how to wipe. Yeah. Like your dad your your dad doesn't come in there and be like Dude, So you what got, you so yeah. what you do is you stand up. And you, you, you clasp your left butt cheek and you pull it to the side and you wipe and then, like no, that's not how it, that's not how it goes. But you should. Everybody everybody finds their own technique. Dude, and, everybody has poopoo in their butt at nap time. I mean, come on. Yeah, let's get serious. But Jared, I've I've had a lot of fun with you today. Is, there's um, no more emails? Uh, we're gonna read them on the next on the next episode. Can you give me the last email, please? We're gonna read them on the next episode. Can you give me the last email? Please? I'm. D- we're done. We're done. You're cutting it off. We're done, man. <sighs> it is. It's one in the fucking morning. I have to go. It's it's one o five in the morning. I have to go home. It it's seems kind of weak. You could say that if you want. I'm just I'm saying, saying that I've it. that I've. I'm th- saying it. What time did you wake up? Tell me. I woke up at seven. Dude, you should wake up at ten. I wish I could, but I have I have shit to do. So, Jared, at we need we need at what time? What? You have shit to do at what time? Eight. Wake up at ten. You feel better. My name is Matt Morris. Jared Bowser, and we are. A weird time time recorded. recorded. You're going to read those last emails? Next time on a weird time recorded. Sorry, guys. Send us emails.